What's up, America? Hey, everybody, it's the Great Reset of Grand Fork's Best Source. David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition, myself, and Paul, the producer. And what's up, America? The Great Reset today, by the way, brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. And by the way, Executive Properties also does garage door repairs and replacements. Well, if you have any questions or comments on The Great Reset today, our phone number is 701-213-0863, 701-213-0863. Now, again, we are not on Facebook or YouTube today. But if you want to listen live, go to GFBS or GFBestSource.com. There you go. Go to GFBestSource.com. If you click listen now, it's all live. If you want to chat, click the Twitch link in the upper left corner. Uh, we're now on Rumble, too. It's posted on the GFBS Facebook page. You can find out all that stuff uh, without having to go on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, before we get too much further into the show, it is time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. So, uh, gentlemen, what borders on stupidity? What borders on stupidity? North Dakota? I was going to say, how about uh, Canada and the United States? <laughs> In fact, our uh, Governor Burgum is down at the border right now, the Mexican border. Uh, he was down there yesterday. We got some uh, National Guard, North Dakota National Guard troops down there. But what borders on stupidity? Canada and Mexico. Uh, a couple of things I've got to talk about, uh, President. Now, here's, I was, uh, every Tuesday, I always look up um, Joe Biden's approval rating. Well, then I see where it says uh, Joe Biden's approval rating went up one point. And I thought, how can he go up one point? Well, he went up one point according to the Presidential Leadership Index. So they put him at 43.3% when the rest of the world, like CNN and uh, whoever else, uh, we still have him down at about 40 or 41%. So, um, yeah, he's not uh, getting any more well-liked. And uh, according to old letters, I don't know if you heard this, Joe Biden did know about Hunter Biden's business activities. Uh, he is going to lie about it, uh, of course. But um, like you said, didn't he say he would not pardon Hunter if he does get busted? You think he'd pardon him? Uh, no, I think he'd probably have Kamala do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. However that would work, if that would work. Well, wouldn't we have to kill him first or something? No, I think what will happen is uh, they'll let him go for medical reasons, mm -hmm. make Kamala oh, president for just a short oh, period of time. Oh, my goodness. Then she'll pardon Hunter, and then uh, Michelle Obama will run for presidency. <laughs> oh, my God. What's I, up, America? That's no, a great that, title. That, that, think it about could. it. Oh, you're right. You might be right. A female, she's color, and... She's and then Obama's already running the show anyway. So. Oh, who who is female and colored? Obama's wife? Yeah, well, I mean, oh, su supposedly. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering who you were talking to there. So um, anyway, he, he could just have Jack Smith pardon him. Oh yeah, well, Jack Smith. <laughs> How Jack do it? Who's, who's Jack Smith? He's the one that's 
filing all the mm-hmm. all the charges against President Trump. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. Um, he just yeah, he just he was just indicted again, right? Yeah, and, and you know the thing is, is all this stuff that they're dragging Trump through, uh, all this mud they're dragging him through. His approval rating keeps going up. Isn't that funny how his approval rating can go up? I mean, one of the stories, uh, we just keep going back to what the country was like when when, uh, Trump was running it. Um, I did a story this morning on our update again about how gas has gone up. How much again now in the last three weeks? It's gone up like 15 cents a gallon. Uh, It's ridiculous. And that's just from the top there. But um, the, and the, uh, you, you should hear the uh, interview that his lawyer had with these reporters, because this is totally just election interference. That's all it is. Because if you look at the timeline, every single time that um, the Bidens get charged with something, mm-hmm. the very next day, there's an indictment against Trump. Oh, yeah, for so sure. They, so they just want to keep him in the courts so that he can't go out and campaign. Right. And the latest is... Trump indicted over efforts to challenge the 2020 election. This man is destroying America. It's time to stop him. <laughs> I, I really think I really think that the uh, the the Babylon Bee had it right when they posted the big headline: Trump indicted for removing. Uh, uh, tags from pillows in 1997 <laughs> from his mattress. Yeah, <laughs> from the yeah. <laughs> don't, have, have you seen his lawyer, by the way? No. Ooh. Cool figure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. We had um, a Canadian friend of mine was uh, up, up over the weekend, and we were talking about politics and talking about Trudeau because how uh, Premier Trudeau, you know, is going through a divorce now, and um, and and his. Whatever statement he made was at this time, we would we would ask for your privacy through these difficult times. But during COVID, they knew everything about every Canadians. They knew all all of their medical records. They knew where they were going, what they were doing, who was at their house, when they were at their house. But he wants to be left alone during these trying times. And by the way, I did find out um, they use the same voting machines in Canada as we used in the United States, according to my friends. So you must be a conspiracy theorist. Uh, maybe, uh, yeah. So the difference is, though, Trudeau is special. And the rest of the Canadian people, they're not special. No, yeah. But when you're special, then you get special mm-hmm. considerations. And, you know, I, I heard that um, I knew he was a high school drama teacher. I found out he was a part-time high school drama teacher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Alina. So, so, so he he's special, and that's why he should be afforded his privacy at this time. He's one of the special people. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, well, he was traveling all over the place, and everybody else was on lockdown. Hunter Biden is also one of the special people. Oh, sure, yeah. Yep. And when you're part of that group, you deserve special privileges. Sure. Now, did they ever come to a conclusion how all of a sudden cocaine ended up in the White House? Did they ever? Or is that just swept under the rug now and we will forget about that? Well, you know... Well, if it's under the rug, you can pretty much guarantee Hunter's over there (laughs) trying to sniff it up. (laughs) Yeah, you see one big rolled up rug now. (laughs) Isn't this, you know, just really just four years ago, the things we're talking about today would have been considered insane, right? I mean, you're right. You yes. wouldn't even have, you wouldn't have believed for a moment. You'd if think- I, four years ago, if I came in here and said, hey, you know what's going to happen four years from now? You would have said, 
Okay, well. Yeah. What kind uh, of drugs okay, are you on exactly, to come up yeah, with this true. stuff? That's right. Yeah, that's, but no, it's actually, it's front page. And we know you don't take drugs, so yeah, it's, it's no, all true. <laughs> no, this is the closest that I get, this little Axio here. Oh, yeah. Uh, expensive, but it's good for you. Oh, you, uh, you actually get that Axio? Yeah. Oh, cool. I do. Mm-hmm. I don't know yep. what I'm drinking today. I got it from Courtney. Helps me focus. That's, focus is important. And I'm a photographer. You know, my real, my, what I get paid for is hard is to focus shooting. if you're not focused. If I can't focus, I'm in trouble. Sure. That's right. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Photographers need to be able to focus. Okay. Even with cameras that autofocus, you still need to be able to focus. Well, sure. Because yeah, sure. there's no such thing as autofocus for the human brain. Not right? yet. We still have to do it manually. Although AI is coming. So soon, you won't have to focus anymore. You'll just let AI do it. You know, that, that, that could... We should spend a couple, a couple of weeks talking about that, the, the coming threat of AI. And it's like any other tool. There are tremendous potential benefits that it brings to, uh, to our culture and to the world. And there are also tremendous potential harms that it brings to our culture and to the world. Um, I mean, anybody that saw the movie iRobot has just a little tiny glimpse. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you can't cover all the damage that it can do. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's just a tiny, uh, just one one possibility. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but speaking of movies, before I forget this, I read somewhere or heard somewhere um, the the movie we've been talking about. Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom. um, uh, How they're paying it forward. Yes. Have you heard that? Yes. Um, now, I can't remember, and I tried to look it up today. I heard about it this weekend, and um, I knew the information then, but I couldn't find it today because my phone being goofed up. But somebody said that um, it's a Democratic group or something. Um, they are paying it forward to go see that movie, but it's a double header. So in order to see that movie second, and this is, this is what I heard. This is a, truthful, supposedly. You had to go see Barbie first, the Barbie movie, because supposedly isn't that pretty woke? I don't know. Yeah, I haven't they seen talk it. About patriarchy. Yeah, I mean it's the it's the it's a perfect like liberal type movie or not? Because I refuse to go watch it. But that's what I heard. Yeah, we'll we'll let you go watch this movie free, but you have to sit through this first. I don't think they can do that. Actually, I don't know. I, I don't think they can. No, if you've got a ticket to see a movie that someone else paid for. You go see that movie. Well, it could be a ticket for the double header. Well, then you just go, go after just the. Don't go, just don't go to the other yeah, one. I'd, right. I'd exactly. be sitting in the Shire for the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, you're kind of a movie buff. Have you seen that new Barbie movie? No, no. We Will talk- you go see it? No, probably not. We talked about it on our, our um, big screens and TV streams mm-hmm. show last week. Oh. Um, the thing that's really disturbing about it. Uh, because I, I know that it's supposed to be really woke. I mean, the director is a feminist and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But, you know, it's a, it's a show that is geared towards children. You know, that all the, like, mm-hmm. the, um, what are the previews before it? Oh, yeah. They're, they're all, you know, for kids that are, you know, cartoons for kids that are sure. like seven, whatever. Okay. And this movie is actually PG-13. But you know that it's moms bringing their, you know, little girls to it that are probably five to ten years old, and wow. they should not be seeing this movie. I mean, right off of the bat, the they're in this, like, Barbie world, and all the guys are telling each other that they're going to beach each other off. 
Right. Oh boy! I'm gonna beat you off. What yep. does that mean? Because they're like they're talking. Oh, oh yeah, oh. switch a couple letters there. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> seriously? Yep. Yeah, it's you. Should, you can listen to Ben Shapiro's review on it. It's pretty hilarious. He boy, because he he said his producers made him go to it, and he said it was the. Worst two hours of his life that he'll never get back. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's funny, growing up, my sister had everything Barbie. I mean, she had the townhouse, the boat, the plane, the everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, the car, the Corvette, whatever they were. But um, And then and everything comes around, but gosh, I never in a million years thought they would make a movie out of Barbie. Yeah. Hey. Why is it so difficult for people to understand that, well, I mean, I know why, uh, that, that anything that's, that's good can be turned around and, and made to well, sure be corrupt and, and to pervert mm-hmm. people's minds. Uh, it's called being a liberal. Oh, you know, yeah, it's called being a communist, actually, or a oh, Satanist. Yeah, sure. it's not, it's, communists Same and thing. Satanists aren't that different because they both reject God, right? Except the communists believe that God doesn't exist. Satanists believe that he does exist, and they just hate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, right? Speaking but, of um, Ben Shapiro, too, really quickly, uh, the Daily Wire is suing the... Uh, the Biden White House administration oh. um, because they found out that they actively went to Facebook and told them to suppress the Daily Wire and to put the New York Times and stuff yeah. in the algorithm ahead of them. Yes. And so they're finding the timeline of when they had that meeting and they're going to see if there was a, a plummet in their viewership mm. during that time. And <laughs> it's a violation of the First Amendment. So they, they're, they're charging criminal... Pre- pressing criminal charges That's against them. Good. Good, good for uh, them. Yep. Best news I've heard all day. See that's that's that answers the question that I was going to ask at the beginning of the show, which is what is the price of freedom? What's the price of freedom? So if someone asks you what's the price of freedom, what do you say? Well, it's you fight, work, and think. You got to do those three things if you want to keep your freedoms. Sure, you've got to be willing to fight for them. You've got to be willing to work to stay free. And you've got to be willing to think about what's happening, what's going on, who's trying to take your freedom away from you. Because there's always someone who wants to take your freedom away from you. Go to any schoolyard, anywhere in the country, you get enough kids together, there's always going to be one kid who wants to beat up another kid, who wants to bully another kid, who wants to yep. make another kid's life miserable just because he can. Not because he has a miserable life, you know, that used to be the thinking that sure. bullies bully other people to take out their own frustrations mm-hmm. because their dad's a drunk or their mom's a drug addict or they, get, they beat the kid or whatever it is. And they assume that these kids have miserable home lives. But I can tell you, some of the, some of the, some of the, the worst bullies that I grew up with, uh, I know something about the home. They came from nice families. Oh, yeah. Rich, had money, rich. had everything handed to them. Oh, and mm-hmm. they take Never had to work for anything. Go all over the world and do all this great stuff. No, <clears throat> they now know that most bullies bully other kids because they just want to do it. Yeah. They yep. just, they, they take it upon themselves. They pick out their, their, their mm-hmm. target mm-hmm. and they say, I'm going to make his life miserable yep. because I can. And that's it. And you know what? There's a, there's a, a word for that. It's evil. That's just evil. And here's the deal. They don't grow out of it. I mean, some do. But some of them go on to become CEOs of, oh, yeah. of big, you know, Fortune 500 
Fortune 100 companies. And they're still bullies. And they're still bullies. Mm -hmm. And only now they've got the power and the position to be able to do it with impunity. There's Mm -hmm. no teacher who's going to step and say, Bobby, don't you do that again, or we'll send you to the principal's office. Of course, you couldn't say that today, right? Because kids run the schools, right? Yeah, yeah, Joe Biden is on camera literally saying, nobody fucks with a Biden. What? Yeah, he's... yeah. Did, was that a quote? Yeah, it's a, actually, no, it's on camera. He's, he's at some uh, rally or, I don't know, he was visiting someplace, but I can pull up the clip. I'll show you. Wow. It's a bully. Yeah. And, and I don't even know how that guy could defend himself, to be honest with you. You mean physically or, yeah, or, or, or intellectually? It, both. Or both. both. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to bully somebody, well, I guess it's easy to do if you're the president. It's not like you don't uh, have to fend for yourself. Yeah, isn't it interesting how, how I think that a lot of people who hated Donald Trump, I've never seen a more effective campaign to persuade millions of people to hate someone else without any cause. Right? Have, have you ever seen that? Oh, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's the number of people, and it worked because the number of people that hate President Trump is uh, in the millions. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when you ask them, why do you hate him? They have no, they just do. Yeah, the only thing I ever hear is, oh, Twitter doesn't know when to shut his mouth. So what? So what? Well, how many, other, how many other million people are the same way? Well, I know some right. very obnoxious on-radio personalities, uh, radio, they, they don't know how to shut their mouth, and they're ridiculously obnoxious too, but, oh, yeah. well. Here you go. Exactly. Okay, so this is. Yeah, you're damn right. Wow. <laughs> he actually did say it. He actually remembered his own name. <laughs> he got to give him credit, I guess. Huh. Wow. That's um, something. That's very unfortunate. Got to give him credit, I guess. That's, uh... <laughs> so, um, so Trump has been indicted again over, uh, over his... His efforts to challenge the 2020 election, and this was a grand jury in Washington, approved felony charges, felony charges, felony yeah. charges against former President Donald Trump in connection with his efforts to dispute the results of the 2020 election and with the events of January 6th. He's disputing what they said, so that's a felony. According to the indictment, Mr. Trump faces four federal charges arising out of a probe by a special... By, by special counsel Jack Smith. It's hard to say that guy's name with a straight face. I know. You, know? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> you think that's his real name? That's like a John Doe. Jack Smith. It's like he doesn't know. This guy doesn't know Jack. Uh, he doesn't know Jack Smith. Over, over his, conspira- his conspiracy to defraud the United States. This is the charge. Conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, (laughs) (laughs) and conspiracy to deprive citizens of the free exercise of constitutional rights. Let's throw in the fact that he's a liar, he hates puppies, and he said mean things to someone once who was a Democrat. And he's got orange skin. Let's throw that in there, too. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a bully. I mean, it's it would be laughable if it wasn't true. And right. this is the kind of stuff SNL used to do as sure. skits, mm-hmm. right? And people would laugh at it. Mm-hmm. 
He uses a, wears a red tie but, to incite violence because red makes people angry. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Not only that, but he said he. You know, I don't know why he did not include um, the statement "Make America Great Again," because as Jack Smith, I'm sure, will tell you, America was never great. Yeah. We're a bunch of racists and homophobes, and we destroy people. That's why everyone wants to come here, so they can get destroyed. <laughs> you know what? Um, That's why people all over the world want to yeah. come to America, because we're racist and homophobes, and we hate people, and we destroy people, and we're oppressive. It's just like Trump. <laughs> I, uh, it's, I it's lunacy. You, you reach a point where the kind of foolishness that's going on can't even be logically responded to. It's like saying that the sun is made out of pink flowers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I did want to mention something, too, um, and I keep getting off track, but it, these things I think about, um, I'm a sports nut. I love sports, um, even soccer, I guess. But um, Team USA, the women's in the World Cup, heavily, heavily favored to win it all. Uh, a team where most of them take a knee and denounce the United States, like Megan Rapino. Uh, Megan Rapino could have moved Team USA onto the next round with a penalty shot. She missed. They're done. The earliest they've ever, ever exited the World Cup. They didn't even make it to the second round when they were favored to win it all. But the United States, they don't care. They're not on their bandwagon. In fact, more of the news is about the fact that people are glad they lost. I never thought it would come to that point, but I agree. People I mean, are glad they lost because? Because they're a bunch of anti-United States. I yeah, mean, they don't deserve to go and represent our country. No, they do not. I mean, it should be an honor. A privilege to be it picked is. to go to go, you know, represent, represent the, the United country. States, yeah, and, and right. these women are taking a knee. They don't and yeah. equal justice and blah 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 blah. Um, Megan, you, now she's retired. Go off into the sunset with your girl and do whatever you're going to go do. But long, we don't have to watch you on on TV anymore with whatever color hair you're going to have this year. But thank goodness. Uh, and and I don't hardly ever go against the United States, especially in in uh, sports, but. Um, I'm glad they got beat. But, John, you're not going against the United States. You're going against a team that's I'm against going against the United Team States. USA. Right, right. Just because it says United USA States. on their jersey. It doesn't matter what it says mm-hmm. on the jersey. What matters is their behavior and sure. their character. Yep, yep. Right? Um, you and, know, it, it's like, what's his name? Colin Kaepernick from the Niners. Back when he did that, he's still trying to latch on to a football team. All the team owners and coaches have already gotten together and said, we're not going to, no. No. You don't, I won't, you don't, you don't either, and I won't. And and he keeps trying. He keeps trying. Dude, you dug your own grave. You, you yeah. made your own retirement. You know what? You had a good year, and, uh, and then all of a sudden you start pulling all that crap, and, and people are going to turn on you. I got that out of my well, way. Well, I think they just don't like him because they're racist. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's the only reason. Well, he's got, he's from a biracially family, a biracial family. Uh, mom or dad, one of them's white, one of them's black, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Still be racist, I guess. Was he adopted? I don't think so. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, I think that there's still hope. I think that there's still enough people that know how to think clearly, even liberals. You know, I've said before, I love liberals because true liberals still love america yes 
the people that we have to recognize are the enemy is the left who hates America. So here's the deal. If you hate America, you're an enemy of this country and you shouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. And if you are going to be here and you hate America, you shouldn't have any voice in anything that goes on because no. all you're going to do is do harm sure. because you hate this country. Yep. It's like, it's like if you want to have a family reunion and you know that Uncle Joe... Uh, hates everyone in the family and wants to see every marriage end in divorce and every kid uh, dishonor their parents and and uh, and every every good thing every every family business fail. Do you invite Uncle Joe to the family reunion, even though he's an uncle, or do you say, "Sorry, Joe, you're not going to come. All you do is cause trouble." Yeah. Didn't you get the, that's oh, all? You didn't you, get Joe, the memo. <laughs> all you do when you come to these reunions is cause trouble. Mm -hmm. You're not invited anymore. Nobody wants you here. Hey, we love you. You're the uncle, but we're not going to let you right. come in and mess up a nice family reunion where we're supposed to be enjoying each other and spending time together. Mm -hmm. We're not going to do it. See, some people say, well, that's unloving. I would say, no, that's loving toward everyone else in the family. Right, right. Because you've got an obligation. If you're the lead, if you're the, the, the patriarch of the family... Your role is to protect the yep. family. And, and do you think uh, old Uncle Joe like that? Do you think he just likes the attention? Or is he just truly one of those people? Because there are people like that, too. It doesn't matter as long as you get the attention, good or bad. Right. You know? and, and, and yeah, but it, but it really doesn't. It ultimately doesn't matter if the goal is to destroy the family unit, if it's to sure. destroy relationships, if it's to cause conflict and struggle and strife and tension then it doesn't matter what his motivation is, mm -hmm. right? Right. He could think, well, I didn't get my the bunny rabbit that I wanted when I was a kid because my cousin uh, got it instead or whatever. Yet it doesn't really matter what the motivation is. Oh, if, if he needs psychiatric help, he can go. He should go get that. Right. Maybe the family can get a little kitty together and, and, and put in some nickels and dimes and go get him psychiatric help. But you don't invite Uncle Joe when all Uncle Joe is going to do is coming and cause problems. Sure, right. So if we're going to handle family members that way who are destructive, how much more citizens of a country that are trying to destroy the country? And, 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 and we have to, I think, reach a point in America where we begin to recognize those people who want to help America to, to become strong again and to become a good place for people to live where we have morals and values that are beneficial to the mm -hmm. individual and to society. Uh, or, or we recognize that, they, that, that, that that's not what they want. And we say, you've got to go. Look, you can't have a society that is inherently hostile to individual rights and freedoms that is beneficial to society or the country as a whole mm -hmm. those can't possibly it, it, it's not possible you can't have a good society or a good country where individual rights and freedoms are destroyed and that's what made america great is that we recognize that all men are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights meaning you've got rights that no government can take away from you sure right because they come from god mm -hmm. not from government mm -hmm. And that's, that literally is the difference between America 
and all the other countries in the world, especially at that time, is that we said government doesn't determine what rights and privileges you have. God determines what rights and privileges you have. Government protects those rights and ensures those rights and guarantees that you have those rights. Mm -hmm. That's why everyone wants to come here, because that's the way that it's been for over 200 years, only it's becoming less and less and less that way in the United States of America. Now the government is saying, we'll decide what you have a right to do and say and think and where when you can open your business and when you can't and when you can go and gather together in church and when you can't. And you know what? That's not America. So it's incumbent upon us as citizens to say, hey, that's not what our founding fathers fought, bled, and died for. That's not what the Constitution guarantees to us. And if you keep pushing that as the government, we're going to come in and, and, and take, take you out. We're going we're gonna to get rid of you. We're going to overthrow you at the ballot box. And if you take over the ballot box, now we're going to have to do something else, right? So I that's the state that we're in right now. And if enough liberals and conservatives will recognize that liberals have to recognize conservatives aren't the enemy. Conservatives have to recognize that liberals aren't the enemy. The left wants them to think that they are the enemy, yep. so they're yep. fighting each other. That's, mm -hmm. what, that's the left's goal. Sure. But if liberals and conservatives can open their eyes and recognize, oh, just because you think that government subsidies is a good idea, and I think government subsidies is a bad idea, doesn't make you the enemy. It just means we've got a difference of opinion philosophically, and we've right. got to work that out. right because it's our tax money. But the enemy is over there, and he's trying to pit us against each other so he can bring down our country. And if we don't figure that out pretty soon, the left is going to win, and we're yep. all going to lose. We're not going to have a country anymore. We're not going to have a country. That's I was right. going to say, I thought everybody was coming to America because they wanted some delicious cakes. <laughs> well, that's another That's yeah. another reason. I say, and then once let, let them eat cake. Yeah, and then once they get here, they keep going to North Dakota, right, to Grand Forks, <laughs> to Oh for Heaven's Cakes, right here, man, in the Grand Cities Mall. Uh, north Backside, that's where you go in. Best cakes and cupcakes, hands down. You're going to get anywhere around here. You can order them, uh, or you can walk in to find more. Maybe you got a, a big party, birthday party going on or something, or you know, graduations, whatever, weddings, uh, go check them out. They've got great stuff. Uh, if you're an employee or if you're a business owner, maybe you want to treat your employees to something, check out their monthly employee discounts. Uh, again, they're open to see Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4, Saturdays 9 to noon. You can call them 701-757-CAKE, or you can go to OverHeavensCakes at Yahoo.com, or you can stop in the north backside door here. You know what? Be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. Oh, for heaven's cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. Uh, again, man, they have got some good, good stuff. Uh, let's see here. What's up, America? It's the Great Reset with David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition, myself, and Paul, the producer in the studio. Marie Stewart says, how about the Australian government hearings on shot? I'm taking that as they must be having hearings on the vaccine. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't read anything about it or heard anything. I'm going to be honest with you. I have not got to watch the news much lately. Um, I've been focusing on local news. Haven't got to look too much at the world news lately, but um, wouldn't surprise me. John, there's a lot to keep up with. Uh, you know, one of the one of the questions that I think is is good to discuss and to think about is how do you persuade people to work against their own self interests? What do you? I don't know. What do you mean? 
How do you get someone to work against what's best for them? Not just to, not just to accept something that's not good for them, but actually to work against their own self-interest. Right. So, for example, um, <clears throat> it's in your best self-interest to make enough money that you can pay your bills and mm-hmm. buy food and 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 be able to have a level of freedom, right? So you can travel, you can buy things that you think would be valuable for you to have and things like that. How do I, if I know that you believe that, how do I persuade you to not, not only not do that, but to actually fight against your right to earn a living? What's the best way for me to persuade you to do things that are, that are going to harm you? How do I persuade you to do things that are going to harm your family, who you love? What's the best way to do that? Because that's actually what's been happening on a massive scale around America and, and in other parts of the world at the same time. Well, I guess you'd try to trick them into thinking that, that whatever they're doing is good for them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, uh, that's what I've got to do. I've got to convince you that somehow what you're doing that's harming you is actually going to help you. So that obviously involves deception. That's what all confidence men do, right? What's a confidence man? What's the, what do we call someone who's a confidence man who gains your confidence in order to persuade you to do something that's actually against your best interest? A used car salesman? <laughs> no, the, the, con, the, the term is con man. Yep, yep. That's where con sure. comes from. Con, it mm-hmm. comes from, it's a short, because Americans abbreviate everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds sus. Yeah. <laughs> right, JR? Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> DW. <It's, laughs> we abbreviate everything. So confident, a confidence man is someone who goes into your, works their way into your life one way or another and gains your confidence. Mm-hmm. Once I have your, if my goal is to rip you mm-hmm. off, John, the best way to do it is to get you to trust me. Sure. Yes? Sure. So if I come in here and I say, hey, man, man, that's a nice-looking watch. I'm going to get that from you. I'm going to take every bill you've got in your billfold right now. What are you going to do? Are you going to trust me if I tell you right up front that I'm going to steal from you? No. Of course not. No. But what if I convince you that I'm a good guy and I'm trustworthy and man, I got your best interest at heart. And you know what? In fact, I got some, some here, for example, how much you have in your wallet right now? Just good. Just pull it out. Just, just, just show me. I don't have a wallet. Okay. So, so the thing is that, that a confidence game, a confidence routine yep. is designed to get you to trust me sure so that i can steal it's like from a confidence you. builder or, yeah that's what it is mm-hmm. that's what that's what we call mm-hmm. con men sure yep they're yep. confidence men who gain your confidence in order to trust. steal yep. from you yes that's how they do it and and that's why you, you hear about con men a lot with um like uh with widowers and widowees yeah, and things right. like that. And a con man will come into their life and woo them and sweep them off their feet and then steal all their money and yeah, leave. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So if you have, uh, let's say that you've got, let's say you've got a thousand bucks on, on your person right now, John. You got $1,000 bills, all right? Mm-hmm. You got 10, $10 $100 bills. Okay. My goal is to get it from you. I got two primary ways to do it, right? I can whack you over the head mm-hmm. 
and take it from you while you're trying to recover, right? Yep. Or I can say something to get inside your head to persuade you to hand it over to me willingly. That's it. That, that, no. That's the two ways to do it. Sure. But so so no. Do you? I just want to make this point. <clears throat> what are the two ways for me to get your your thousand bucks? Beat me up or yep. get my confidence, gain and, my trust, and and then and then what? And then what happens? And then, then I, you then I give it to you willingly. Yep. You willingly give it to me. Yep. You're not willingly giving and it to me when I'm when I'm whacking you over the head. Yeah. That's not willing. Right? I'm it, taking it. That's called robbery. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I'm probably even thinking still because you're a con man. It's like I'm so glad I gave Waterman that thousand dollars. Oh. Wow, am I glad I gave him that money? Absolutely right. Yes, yep. sir. That's exactly the way that it works. You're absolutely confident. In fact, John, there are people who have fallen prey to con men, to confidence schemes, Mm -hmm. who years later still believe that they did the right thing. That years later, in fact, a lot of those folks don't believe they've been conned or confidenced until the con man has been has been sentenced to prison mm-hmm. and is going to prison. And the police, the FBI, the, the judge is saying, I'm sorry, you're never getting your money back. You'll never get it back. Only then does it hit them. Wow, I was conned. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that uh, interview with John Kerry uh, asking him about, you know, if you're talking about going so green and everything, but you fly around, like you own a jet, and he says... No, I don't own a jet. Did you see that interview? No, but no, yes, he does. No, he, his he, wife owns an airplane yeah. too. No, that's what he, that's yep. what he said. He said, well, "I don't own a jet. That's my that's my wife." My wife. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Then it's different. Yeah. Oh, okay, John, you're right. You're but, you're in the good. But we were talking about you know this before you came in because um, somebody put a post up there that was pretty interesting and it, you know talking about these electric cars. Well, if yeah, there goes the used car business. Because you, you brought up, you know, like the used car salesman. So if you have an electric car, who's going to buy a used electric car? Yeah. Because the battery to replace it is going to cost seventy to $80,000. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Right. So, so, so going, back to the, going back to the different ways of stealing from someone, because robbery is stealing. I hit you over the head to get your stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Or I sweet talk you into giving it to me voluntarily. <clears throat> what was my original question? How do you persuade people to work against their own best interests, right? That's the question, right? That's the question on the table. Mm -hmm. How do you persuade people to work against their own best interests? Talk to any con man because they, that's what they do. They persuade people to work against their own best interests. So a thousand bucks you could recover from. What if I persuade you to give me Every dollar you have saved up for, you know, your whole life savings. That's a little harder to recover from, isn't it? Yeah. But if I could persuade you to do that, would you say that you're working against your own best interests when you give me your life savings? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about if I persuade you to turn over, <clears throat> to turn over your property, your house to me, to just, just sign it over to me. And you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to double your property value in just three years. 
You just have to sign it over to me. I will double your property value and then give it back to you in three years. Hey, that sounds pretty good. A lot of times confidence men base their, their, their platform on greed, mm-hmm. right? The greed of the person that they're trying to con. Mm-hmm. You want more, you want more cheap and fast. So yeah, I'll give you what I got. You do it willingly. I've still stolen from you because I'm lying to you. <clears throat> or I can hit you over the head and, uh, and, <laughs> and try to, you know, and fake your signature on the thing. So I can take what's yours by force or by deception. How, now let's take that, that understanding of how that works and let's apply it to a larger scale operation. Let's apply it to, instead of an individual or a family, let's, let's apply that to a whole country. How do you take a country? How do you take a country from the people that own it, from the citizens of that country? How do you take it from them? There, there, are, only, there are two ways. There have always been only two ways. What are they? By force and by deception. Yep. So what do we call it if it's by force? What's the word we use if it's by force? Take over a country? How do you take over a country by force? War. Yeah, war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you take it by yep. war. You go, you shoot at them, you yep. drop bombs on them, you, 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 you slash them with a sword, and, you blow up their... Right. Yep. Bombs and bullets. But you say, you know what? I think we can take that country without having to use force. Because when we use force, you know, there's a cost to us as well. Sure. If I hit you over the head and I don't hit you just right... I, maybe instead of knocking you out, I just make you mad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, then that's not going to do so well for me because I just made you mad. Let's say you're, you're bigger and stronger than I am. Now I'm going to have to deal with whatever it is that you throw sure. my way. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. But, but if I can get you to give it to me willingly, my risk of personal injury drops dramatically, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, so when you want to take over a country, you decide to do it by force, you know you're going to be sacrificing your people. You're going to send men who are going to die in the Mm -hmm. process, and a bunch of them are going to get wounded, and then you're going to have to take care of the wounded, or you're going to look like the despotic dictator that you really are, and you don't want people to know that about you, so you got to do some of So there's going to be this cost. But what if you can get the country to turn over themselves to you? What if you can get them to do the work for you? Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be a lot cheaper and that's, easier? It well, just takes a little bit more time, you right? You look at world history, that's kind of what's happened, you know, around the world. But Well, I mean, it's happening now. Typically, historically, countries take over other countries by force. They go to yep. war. They, bombs and bullets is their method. But, but the confidence thing, that, look, if I hit you over the head and take your wallet, how long is that going to take me? Put it on a top. Put it on a clock. What's that going to take? Whack! Reach for a wallet, pull it out. Ten out seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty seconds. In a minute, I'm out of here. Right. Mm-hmm. But to get you to give it to me willingly, that's going to take some time. Right. It'll take a little longer. Yeah. The risk is much lower for me, but it takes longer. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the country. Sure. So when Mao Zedong said in 1943, "We are going to destroy America." We're going to take 100 years to do it. We're going to destroy America. And he's been working at it. Yep. His successors have been working on it ever since. 
So in America right now, what are we doing? We're talking about eliminating fossil fuels. Yeah. Why? Well, because global warming is yeah, going to burn up the green. planet. Mm-hmm. Except the problem is that we've got thousands and thousands of top scientists worldwide who are saying that's not happening. Right, right. We're not going to burn up. In fact, we've been the, the average temperature of the earth has been significantly warmer than it is right now. Yeah, and we have fossil fuels enough to last forever. And fossil fuels provide cheap, easy energy. Yep. So the key people that are working on this, here's another article on this issue of the Epic Times. Eliminating fossil fuels will produce a crippling decline in human well-being. Well, sure. Globally. Yeah. Globally. There have been multiple people that have written articles about this, written books about this. Um, There's uh, uh, Alex Epstein released a second book on the moral case for use of fossil fuels called... called Fossil Future, Why Global Human Flourishing Requires More Oil, Coal, and Natural Gas, Not Less. And he argues that the climate emergency and imminent renewable revolution have been enormously overstated. I think that that in and of itself is an understatement. Um, In 2005, Canadian researchers Steve McIntyre and Ross McKittrick raised serious doubts about the principal component analysis. There's this guy named Mann, um, Michael Mann in 1999, he's an American climatologist, and he he created this hockey stick graph talking about global warming. You know, it's it goes like this, like this, and then all of a sudden, boom, big big rise in temperature, destroy the planet, and everyone just jumped on the the IPCC jumped on that, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change is mm-hmm. like, oh look at that, Al Gore jumped on that. Made his movie, you know, an inconvenient lie, or no, he called it an inconvenient truth, but it, it, the whole thing was a lie. Um, but Steve McIntyre and Ross McKittrick said that that doesn't work. That hockey stick graph doesn't work, and they actually, they actually said that they showed why scientifically it doesn't work. Uh, in 2015, author Mark Stein published a book called "A Disgrace to the Profession." in which he compiled the views of more than 100 world-class scientists who were skeptical of man's research methods and the degree of public hysteria generated by his predictions. But here's the point. If you, can, if, you can pers- if you can persuade people through greed that it's in their best interest to do something that's actually their worst interests, mm-hmm. then you can get the job done. Sure. There's another method of manipulation that's not greed. What do you think motivates people as effectively, if not more effectively than greed. If you want someone to do something, power, and using that power in a way that generates something in them. For example, I'll give you a little example. If I, let's say that I, uh, first we get, we get Paul here tied to his chair, and I say, Paul, I want your, <laughs> I say, Paul, I need your social security number and your bank account number. And he says, I'm not giving that to you. And I put a gun to his head and I say, I'll ask you again. What am I trying to generate in Paul? Fear. Fear. Mm -hmm. You know what? Fear really works well. Sure it does. You bet. Because once a person is fearful, something happens inside the brain. Something happens inside the prefrontal cortex. You know what it is? It shuts down. Critical thinking goes out the window. 
you can't reason anymore. You can't think clearly anymore. It's the reason that firefighters, as I've said on the show two years ago, firefighters, uh, when, they, when a family dies in a fire, they often find them huddled in the corner yeah. when there was a clear path of escape. They could have easily gotten out of the house, but they didn't. Why? Because they became so fearful when they realized yep. that their house was on fire. Frozen fear. That they literally stopped thinking clearly. They mm-hmm. could not think clearly mm-hmm. anymore. They, like, they just couldn't. It literally was impossible for them to think clearly because the fear overwhelmed their ability to think clearly. There's another form of fear, though. I mean, did you see Jim Jordan grilling the CDC director about the vaccine mandates? No. Because she said that uh, um, people weren't forced to take the, the vaccine, yeah. but but they were told that if you don't, we're going to take away your livelihood. Yeah, exactly. You're going to lose your job. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to feed your kids. You're right. not gonna be, so people were afraid that that was going to happen to them if they didn't get the jab. Right. So that's, uh, that's another form of... How, you does know, that, how does that need to go for us? And then the <laughs> right. other thing, when you talk about this you know, manipulation, I mean, this is the, the big thing that the left, I think, has a problem with is that they try to use compassion. So, yeah. you know... We need your $10,000 so we can support this refugee family that doesn't have anything. Because without your $10,000, they're going to die. Well, actually, that's a, that's a con that's used for uh, typically with family members. So they call up the aunt or the uncle or the grandma and they say, yeah, Joey's in jail. And he's been, you know, he's, and he's that, suicidal. He's on suicide watch. And, if, and it's going to take $10,000 to get him out of jail. $10,000 bail. Once he goes to trial, you'll get it back. But we need the 10000 right now. Yeah, and guess that, what? That happened to my grandpa. He was about to give $5,000 to this person because they said that my brother was in jail. Yeah. Uh, and, and that he, was, he needed to get hurt or he was hurt or something. Mm-hmm. and. So my grandpa was literally about to do it until my parents stepped in and was like, no, no, this is fake. And now it's funny you bring that up because now there are new scams coming out and they're using AI. Yes. And they're Mm -hmm. literally replicating people's voices. So it sounds exactly like the person. If anybody ever calls you, you think they're a telemarketer and they say, can you hear me? Okay. Do not say yes, because Mm. they will record that. And, 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 and yeah. then they will use it. Oh, yep. yeah. You know, it's like me. If, if I get a phone number and I don't know who it is, I don't answer it. And, and if they don't leave me a voice message, I don't care. I'll delete it. But otherwise, no, nah, it's too easy. There's too many scammers out there now. They're jumping on everything. It is ridiculous. Yeah. So the, so the scenario that you talked about, Paul, is, um, yeah, and it's, it's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scam that you talked about is a combination of two things, right? It's, it's compassion and fear. Compassion for the person that they're being told is at risk and fear that if they don't do something, something worse will happen to them. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how kidnapping works, right? You kidnap someone and then you contact their wealthy family and say, if you don't give us a million dollars, we're going to cut them up and send them back in little pieces, Right. So it's compassion for the person that, A, that they're kidnapped and you want to set them free, but B, fear that something much worse will happen to them if you don't fork over the money. So compassion and fear, th- those both work. And I think that maybe that's a, that's, that's a good perspective to take when we look at the whole global warming scam, mm-hmm. the scandal of global warming, man-made global warming. If you want to get... Um, Money, a technical anthropogenic global warming, meaning man-made global warming. 
it does two things. We say, hey, you got to have compassion on the planet. We're, we're going to destroy the planet and all the trees and all the plants and all the animals, all the pretty little flowers and the nice, cute animals, even like squirrels and bunnies. We've got to protect. And fear that if we don't do something really quick, it's going to destroy life for everyone, including you. So we better do whatever it takes whatever it takes to save the planet. Yeah, I'll turn on, I'll get rid of my AC. I'll get rid of my heater in the winter mm-hmm. time and I'll just bundle up and hope that my pipes don't freeze. Well, they will freeze. Uh, so people, when they're in a state of fear, they don't think clearly. Yeah. And the people that are behind this scam know that. Right. I mean, Stalin knew it 100 years ago. They know that if you can get people fearful enough, they won't be able to think clearly and they'll make bad decisions. Right. Therefore, it's incumbent upon us to work, to know the truth, to understand what's going on, to fight, to protect the innocent and to get the truth out there and to think about ways that we can show people who have been conned to show them, look, you've been conned and here's what we need to do. We need to work together to fight against these people that are trying to destroy our lives. Because if we don't, there's going to reach a point where it'll become too late. Mm-hmm. We'll cross the, we'll, we'll, we'll pass the, the, the mark of no return, right? And that'll be, uh, that'll be destructive for all of us. So, um, yeah, we do. We need to use more fossil fuels, not less. We need to dramatically scale back on these new technologies of battery-powered cars and wind farms and solar panels and all that stuff. Because environmentally, they're all bad. They're all bad. They're toxic to the environment. All of those solutions are toxic to the environment. We've got a big company right here that makes these big windmill blades. Yeah. Right? I mean, they employ a lot of people. Well, I'm in favor of employment. I'm in favor of private enterprise. I'm in favor of people hiring other people to to build stuff for other people to buy. I believe in that. But this is a losing game. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't Mm -hmm. work. The only reason is that, that wind farms anywhere in the world are successful is because of government subsidies. In yep. other words, they've got to be subsidized by your tax dollars because the cost it takes to build and assemble and, and run yep. and maintain one of those towers is worth less than the energy that they produce over the course of the lifetime and of the they equipment. they need fossil fuels in order to even work. Right. They need so, oils. They need greases. They need all that kind of yeah. stuff. So, So it's... It's a lose-lose. It's a lose in terms of producing energy because the energy that they produce is much more expensive than the energy that's produced by fossil fuels. Mm -hmm. And it's a lose for the environment because the environmental impact of first producing and building those things and then disposing of them after they've reached the end of their life cycle is more dangerous and more harmful to our environment than continuing to use fossil fuels. Not to mention the lose for all the child labor that are trying to get the living yeah. for these batteries. Well, I know one thing. When, if I ever do buy an electric car, it's probably going to be one of those little pink Barbie Jeeps. Uh, that way I can... <laughs> it might take me a while to get to work. Just take the regulator off of it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know, I used, to, <laughs> I used to think that having an electric car would be so cool because they're quiet and they're smooth. They're fast. And they're slick and they're fast. Mm-hmm. And there's no, no exhaust. I used to think that was such a great thing. I don't think I'll ever have an electric car Dude. because and, and until the battery technology becomes much 
much more efficient and doesn't require yeah child labor to mine it mm-hmm. and the uh and the destruct the, the destructive uh recycling or or uh um, disposal costs yep. that are there right now. Here's I'm what, not against batteries. No. I, I, certain things you need batteries for. Sure you do. I mean, I'm not going to put a gas-powered, you know, single-stroke engine on the back of my film camera when I'm out making a movie. Yeah. I'm not going to do that <clears throat> to power the camera. I'm not going to do that. We need batteries for that. Mm-hmm. There are places where batteries are essential. But were they're not essential, what to run a combine? You're going to run that with batteries See, and a big it's electric impossible. engine. Forget about it's it. It's impossible. These you know, they're million dollar pieces of equipment, and if their battery runs low, how do they get them to where they can charge them? You don't just say, "Well, let's just pull it over there with this battery operated tractor, and we'll <laughs> charge your back up again." And another thing, anybody that believes uh, electric. Um, well, electric weed whackers are great, uh, but cordless. But um, anybody that thinks we're going to go all electric with our cars and everything, I invite you to bring your electric car up here. Stay somewhere in the whole month of January without a garage, without a heated yeah. garage, and you see how good that electric car works. Oh, yeah. boy, are you going to be in for a big surprise. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, I start that puppy up with your remote starter when it's 40 below out and see how good she goes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mr. Epstein made a not. We're not talking about the guy that that Epstein himself. Yeah, uh, we're not talking about that Epstein. We're talking about um, the uh, the scientist. Um, what's his name? Uh, what's his first name? Alex Epstein. Okay. Here's a here's a, a quote from him, and I, I think he's right on the money. Fossil fuels are a uniquely cost effective source of energy. Cost effective energy is essential to human flourishing. Billions, with a B, billions of people are suffering and dying for a lack of cost-effective energy. I couldn't have said that better myself. That is such a concise, cogent statement. Billions of people are dying for lack of cost-effective energy, and fossil fuels are the unique cost-effective source of energy. Cost-effective energy is essential to human flourishing. It's that simple. We need fossil fuels. We found ways of burning fossil fuels with very low emissions of the real toxins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we need to do it. We need to go back to it. Sure. We need to go back yeah, to the, we do. the idea of being energy independent and burning fossil fuels because, yeah, we've got fossil fuels that are going to last for hundreds of years at the current rate of consumption. And I believe that over time... Other sources of energy and other ways of harnessing energy, like the kind of work that Nikola Tesla was doing, for example, are going to become uh, more and more viable if we don't destroy ourselves first by cutting off our energy supply that we get from the use of readily available, uh, cheap, and, uh, and, and cleanly burning uh, fossil fuels. You know, there's another uh, aspect to this, too, that I don't think a lot of people are paying attention to. But so there's this uh, kid who's like a ge- he's genius level, and he uh, developed this device to bring down your energy costs because his mom was like barely able to afford their electricity, and you know in the city. So he has this thing that you can plug into an outlet, and it'll drop your energy bill by like thirty, forty dollars a month. Well, the energy company tried to buy it, the the patent from him, because they didn't want it out there. They want their money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, going to all this electric stuff, 
I mean, you don't think that the electric companies are trying to incentivize these people because they know that they're going to be able to get make bank off of this? I, I think that, I mean, there's certainly people that have a, uh, that have a, 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 look, there are people that are always going to find a way to make money on anything, right? I mean, no matter if it's sure. good for people, if it's bad yep. for people, right? <laughs> I mean, do you know how many tons of MSG is imported into the United States every year? Oh, yeah, too and much. It, it's a neurotoxin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yep. a known neurotoxin. Yep. But you can make money if you add that to food because it makes it's a flavor enhancer. Yeah, well, a lot right? of people are allergic to it too. So that you're right, and a lot of people are allergic and don't even know that yep. they're allergic to it. And and it's a neurotoxin for everyone. So no matter who you are, if you eat that stuff, it's it's bad for your brain. Mm-hmm. Yep. They 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 did experiments on this 10, 20 years ago. They found out that it, that it, it actually causes the uh, the neurons to uh, to spin up so. F- it causes activity in your brain to basically, um, it basically makes, it, it basically causes burnout. Sure. If you run an electric motor too fast, if you run it faster than it was, than it was designed to mm-hmm. run, and you keep running it, you're going to burn it out. Right. You'll do that with any sure. mechanical device. Same mm-hmm. thing. That's what MSG does to our brain cells, right? That's, that's how it works. It, it, it spins them up and it spins them so fast that they eventually die. So it causes cell death uh, of the brain. And you don't want cell death of your brain, right? You want your brain cells to, to be alive and functioning properly. So anyway, my point is, there are always going to be people that, that find ways of making money off of things that aren't good for, for you or for me, and they'll sell them to you anyway. Uh, grocery store shelves are full of that stuff. Uh, once you leave the produce aisle. But the bottom line is we need to educate ourselves so we need to recognize that burning fossil fuels will not destroy the world, but trying to go to this green energy will. It actually will. And it'll destroy billions yeah. of lives. And uh, so we have to say, no, we're not doing it. A couple more comments from Marie. Uh, we almost had Fu Fung, an MSG manufacturing company in our backyard, and ever wonder why Santa gave bad kids coal? There you go, <laughs> right? Thank you, Marie. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Here, go burn this and do something useful. Yeah. <laughs> go not freeze to death. This is right. this is your present. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's well, funny. I guess uh, are we about done? There it is. I think we're about done. Yeah. I mean, um, so the, 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 my plea for everyone watching, is uh, go, if you're a conservative, go make friends with a liberal. Uh, if you're a liberal and you're watching, I'm amazed, but uh, that's great. Go make friends with a conservative mm-hmm. and figure out how to get to the bottom of it together, learn the truth together, and then start fighting back. I, you know, I did, I did a job in Bismarck uh, over the weekend, and I had to upload a whole bunch of stuff um, <clears throat> to my client who's in Michigan. And... Uh, so I use a, 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 a service called WeTransfer. I pay a monthly fee to because it allows you to upload these large mm-hmm. files. And I thought, oh, this is great. It's you know, it's easy. It's f- not fast, but it's easy, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and it's pretty cost effective. And then today, I started, I started looking at looking into this a little bit more. WeTransfer, and I found out, oh, you know. Oh, we're socially active. We're doing all kinds of good things, you know, with the the money that you spend on our for our service. We're doing good things, like we're fighting for for f- to prevent climate change. 
what? Oh. And I, oh, yeah, they're, they're spent. Oh, you're, you're giving how much money for that? And then, oh, what's another? Oh, and we're fighting to prevent, to, 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 to clamp down on gun violence. <laughs> what? Oh, boy. Yep. So these guys, I didn't even look to see any of the rainbow colored stuff they were doing. And I just said, hey, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm, I'll wait till my client downloads the content mm-hmm. that I, you know, uploaded. Sure. And, and then I'm done. I'm, yep. I'm canceling my subscription. I'm not going to send them another penny of my money. I will find another service that does the same thing that doesn't finance this, this destruction of our country that the con men are, are forcing down everyone's throats that real ultimately destroys. Look, a day is coming if we stay on the track that we're on. A day is coming, John, when this podcast will be illegal. Yeah, well, the way it's going. The way it's going right mm-hmm. now, if enough people don't push back and say no, then the day is coming when we won't be able to do this anymore. It will be illegal. It could, it could land all three of us in jail. I mean, it won't just be Facebook jail. It'll be the county jail. Sure. No, I, right? I, I agree. That's where we're headed. <laughs> That's yeah. where we're headed. Not in 50 years, not in 100 years. We're talking like five years or less. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. So we don't want to get there. The, 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 here, I'll, here's, here's the other little thing. On the, I was talking with some new friends uh, last week. Uh, they'd never heard about the social <clears throat> credit score of China. Uh, look at this. Barclays. This is the same paper. Social credit concerns. You know, Barclays, that's a big bank. Mm-hmm. Social credit concerns. Banks criticized for establishing personal social credit system, closing accounts for political or religious reasons. In America? Who would have ever thunk? Yeah, well, 10 years ago, who would have? Three years yeah. ago, who would have? Yeah, exactly. So anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that more later. Wow. Um, Thanks, before we get out of here, I do want to mention, um, we were talking about liberals. I did block a libtard friend of mine the other day on Facebook. It's got a little bit too ridiculous for me. Anyway. Uh, thank you, David Waterman, The Great Reset. What's up, America? With Paul, the producer, too. The show brought to you today by Churchill Shoes. Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SaaS dealers in the upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand City Mall. Yeah, and by the way, if you're going to be liberal on social media, use your real name, all right? Or use a name people know you as. Uh, thank you to all of our sponsors today. Uh, Grand Fork City Chatter is coming up at 1 o'clock. Uh, let's see. We have got Kyle Kvami coming in, uh, Grand Fork City Council member. Uh, find out what happened last night at their meetings. Enjoy the rest of your day. We will be back tomorrow morning. Got another long day for you tomorrow. Remember, everybody, to like, share, tag, and follow us, all right? Hit that notification bell on your smartphone, and then you'll never miss a show. It's a pretty cool thing because we're doing shows all the time. And we know the Grand Cities are an awesome place. They are a grand place. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.